0: Hello! The wind is blowing. The wind has picked up just as I've decided to record a new episode. I'm going to go with it, because why not? I'll listen back, and hopefully it will be audible. Welcome back to another episode of This Lonely Bitch. My name is Ava. I am your host. I am a woman pushing 40, just trying to figure it out. And trying to figure out the love relationship thing. Um, So I listened to the last episode. I just listened back. And (laughs) I realized, you know, what my issue is. My issue is that I care. And I have to learn to admit that I care. I care so much. And caring so much... Makes me want to vomit. And when I like a guy, when I feel like I might love a guy, and I realize, I don't realize that I care. I think it's like the feelings start to come up and I don't know what to do. I react in one of two ways. Those two ways are, number one, completely shut down, just totally shut down and ignore the person. Two fuck other guys <laughs> This is not a healthy way to function, okay? We've already we've already established that I am full of unhealthy ways of functioning. But wow. What kind of awful toxic shit is that? One time I was seeing this guy, not seeing, I don't know, I don't, it was a situation shit. I really liked him a lot, and one time I was on a bus in New York, and I saw a young girl, a young Mexican girl, she was like my complexion, I'm Southeast Asian, for those of you who don't know, and I don't know if there's anyone who listens to this that doesn't know me, <laughs> but in case you don't, there's so much background noise. Anyway, so I, I saw this girl on the bus and she had just had a baby. She was with a baby that was, you know, no more, definitely like six months max, right? She was, a, she was with a newborn and it was the cutest little baby, the cutest little baby. And I looked at this child and I just automatically thought to myself, that is what our kid would look like, like this guy that I liked. His child, my child. If we had a child together, it would look like that child. And I was like, no, no, that's, that's not. I, I got so freaked out, I blocked him for like a month. And he lived, we didn't live in the same place, okay? So if I blocked him for a month, he couldn't talk to me for a month. And then maybe like a year later, I was like, hey, remember that time I blocked you for a month? This is Why? I'm out of my fucking mind. Um, with fear. With fear. Anyway, so the issue is I care so much. I think about this a lot because I think about the difference between between my mother and my father. You know, my mother she was sick when she had me, she'd had health complications when she was pregnant with me. She's had health complications for most of her life. My father was always relatively healthy and strong. He smoked his whole life, but there was never really any indication that he was sick. He was always a little underweight, but mostly healthy, strong, vibrant, really just full of energy, full of life, you know? My mother, frail. (laughs) weak. Why is that funny? I don't know why it's funny. She's really not, but she's just like someone who's always at the hospital. And like, it's to the point where I'm like, they're like, oh, yeah, mommy's in the hospital. And I'm like, I don't think she's sick. I think she just wants to go say hi to her friends because she's fucking always there. Anyway, when my dad died, I was genuinely surprised that my father died before my mother died. Why was I surprised, I'm not sure, but I thought about it a lot and I still think about it sometimes. I have been thinking about it recently and I've come to the conclusion that my father, oh, wait, let's backtrack. I think about this, the fact that my father died before my mother and I remember when my father died and I was like, you know, it could have been my mom. Like, why did it have to be my dad? It could have been my mom. She's been sick. We're all expecting this, you know? not expecting it, but it would be less of a it would be less of a shock. It would be less surprising. Honestly... it really would be, and I, 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 it's not just because I don't get along with her. But it's true. So I'm like, why? Why, Daddy first? Why daddy first? I'm like, because I think first I was like, well, maybe it's because my mother shares herself more than my dad ever did. But I think it's also just that like my mom cares so much. She just cares about stuff. Like, (laughs) I know that sounds demented for me to say it that way. (laughs) So be like surprised that someone cares but as a person who's always like tried to be indifferent and cool and was basically taught not to care or that it's cool not to care aren't we all we're all taught that we shouldn't care we're all taught that we shouldn't care it's not just me right i'm not special here i'm special but for other reasons anyway <laughs> yeah like I don't know she just cared so much she cares so much and it's not that my dad cares any less or cared any less I can now see the ways in which my father cared but his ways were quiet you know his ways of caring require some wisdom to understand and appreciate his ways of caring are like were like the jazz, the jazz version of caring, whereas my mother's version of caring is like the Taylor Swift version of caring. You know, my mother's version of caring is accessible, universal. My father's version of caring. An acquired taste, sometimes discordant and difficult to decipher, most times difficult to decipher. And sometimes the accessible version is the version we want. Oftentimes that's the version we want because it's the one we can understand and what is the point of communicating if you don't communicate for the sake of being understood and helping someone else feel understood. Right? That's communication. That's the point of communication. I think. Pretty sure. Anyway. So, like, this whole thing, it's like, I have to admit that I care. And in the last episode, that's the discomfort. It's like this feeling that I care and the resistance to caring. The resistance to caring. I am resisting caring. I dislike it so much. I literally was in bed, curled up in the fetal position, thinking, wow, I really don't like this. I don't like it one bit. extremely uncomfortable i don't like it i don't want to care but it's an interesting thing like something i i experience through traveling when you're traveling and you're experiencing different lifestyles you can quickly see who cares and who doesn't care and what people care about what they don't care about you know sometimes the standards are lower in certain ways, but higher in other ways. And you can see that people are afraid to care. When you're moving through a place and you're living on the periphery of society, people are afraid to care about you and to show you that they care about you. And then you also feel like afraid to care. It's a terrible analogy. This, what am I even saying? I don't even know what I'm saying right now. Maybe, maybe what I'm saying is the reason I'm living this way is because it's easy for me to not care. Or it has been easy for me to not care. And then to be someone who's never going to stay somewhere for a long time, it reinforces this belief I have that others don't care. That's another embarrassing admission. So it's like I have this fear that others don't care. It's not really a fear. It's fucking true because I'm living my life in this way that's making it impossible for people to care. You know? It takes time to care about someone, it takes time to establish a relationship with someone and to start to care. And that's healthy and that's normal. It's normal for things to take time. It's normal for things to take time. Give things time to grow. It's normal. Where am I going with this? I just care so much. I care to the point where it makes me want to vomit. I care a lot. I think I was able to stay with my ex-boyfriend because he cared a lot. He was never indifferent. He was never indifferent when it came to me. I never felt one single drop of indifference from him. Not one drop ever. Even if like we were fighting, even if something was wrong, like I just, I could feel his annoyance, but never indifference. Maybe towards the end not really no I never felt indifference from him and my relationship before that I never felt like he was indifferent but I have been in many relationships with great men who could not who like fucking just like weren't up my asshole the whole time and I just couldn't take it. You know, I just couldn't handle it. And, well, this is embarrassing. <sighs> Add it to the list. Add it to the list of embarrassing admissions. Um, yeah. So, I guess that's all I wanna say that I care and I'm learning how to care and that it's cool to care I think that's a song lyric it's cool to care it's cool to care I can care and be cool also like In order to accomplish anything great in this life, you have to care. You have to be willing to care. You have to care enough to do it and you have to care enough to do it well. You have to care enough to do it and be excellent. You have to care enough to show that you care. You know? It makes a big difference. It really makes a big difference. Why are we all so afraid to show each other how much we care? I think it's just the codependency thing. Like, where's the balance? Where's the line? I care, I want something in return. I want you to also show me that you care in a way that I understand in my love language I need you to also show me that you care in a way that I understand but if you're like me and you're always looking for proof for evidence and that someone doesn't care I mean I have like I have like a whole pile of evidence of someone like not caring. And I have to like ignore it all the time and like push through it and be like, this is not true. It's not true. Uh, That's embarrassing. I'm fucking old. I just feel like it's a lot of years. I don't really have a lot of regrets. In my life I you know honestly I don't but sometimes I do feel like damn this is a long fucking time to have spent like being afraid to care sometimes I do I can show sometimes I do I do show that I care and then like something happens and I get upset and I totally shut down I'm just completely shut down like completely completely shut down completely shut down and shut down, shut it down, shut it down, shut it down. I think sometimes like when I care, I feel ashamed to care. I feel ashamed sometimes of how much I care. Like if something doesn't work out, then I feel ashamed to care, to have cared. so much at all I can tell you like the guy who I blocked because I saw a baby and thought that could be our baby you know I felt really ashamed to have been obsessed with him I was obsessed with him I don't know why not why was I obsessed with him, why I would feel ashamed. Like, this is what happens if you care about someone. You're gonna look like a fucking asshole. You're gonna feel like a fucking asshole. Also, something terrible happened. (laughs) Something terrible did happen. But I think it's, I think i I think I made it happen. Because I feel so I felt so bad. I felt so bad about caring so much. I felt so conflicted about caring so much. And I magically made something bad happen. Something that I could feel badly about. (sighs) Mm, ah, Blah, 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 blah. i slowly feel most of the time most of the time i feel amazing really really peaceful i feel really peaceful and good sometimes my anxieties are louder than my peace it's okay when that happens i know i have to take it easy i need to drink some more water I am not on the dating apps anymore. And recently I had to like stop myself from going back on the just to distract myself because I was feeling anxious and I just wanted to distract myself with them. But honestly, I really feel like I've met enough men. There are plenty to choose from. (laughs) And if I don't already know someone... who's gonna be a great match for me, the right person will come. That's how I feel today. Let's see how I feel if I become more anxious, or just horny, because that happens too. Anyway. I miss my dad a lot I miss my family a lot you know one of the questions when I did the 36 questions with that guy if you remember in the first season I did the 36 questions to make you fall in love with those questions that were in the New York Times and then all over the internet around 2014 2015 2015 2016 one of the questions was you know if you were to die tomorrow if you were going to die tomorrow what would you where would you be what would you do and i was like i would be back in the states and i would be with my niece and my dad's cat specifically my <laughs> my eldest sister's youngest daughter but honestly i I love them all very much <laughs> very much, but I would rather I would be there I would be with them and sometimes I think about that so I'm like if I would be there right now, if i would be if I were to die tomorrow and I would be there, I would rather be there with them. Why am I not there now? It's an interesting thing. The things that we feel we have to do. The things, the difficult choices we make. And why we make the choices we make. Okay. Thanks for listening. I care so much. I care enough to keep doing this. I care enough to maybe make this more cohesive (laughs) and um, work on the quality. I care. I care. I care. I care. I hope that you are openly sharing and caring yourself as well thanks for being here. And as Vicky would say, ciao for now.